Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Let's Talk on Pirate Radio. And today, I have a fantastic guest. She is a beacon of joy and <laughs> the best voice I have heard on the planet, I promise you. Juliet, how are you doing? I'm good. Now I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> comfortable? You asked me to give you the best intro I could possibly give you. Was that not good enough? That was very kind. In that case, <laughs> success, you have achieved, yes. No, thank you very much. I, I'm happy to be here. Thank you. No problem. And every word I do genuinely mean, because um, that's the thing. I actually only discovered of your existence, as it were, at TwitchCon last year. Oh. I didn't actually oh, watch no. any of the, the run-ups to the Twitch Things final. I, just, mm. I was just friends with Shanna and I went to obviously egg her on. So that was the first time I came across you. And then she is the best. She <laughs> it's is so fabulous. funny that that's where you, yeah. yeah. So that was the first time I'd ever actually like heard you sing or anything. And then obviously I started following you. And since following <laughs> you, I, when I ever, whenever I go to your streams, I'm always like, oh my God, she brings me so much joy because <laughs> there's no way to describe <laughs> it. Like I, I lean towards positive streamers, but not like sycophantically positive if you know what i mean and there's there's just something very pleasant about your stream so i'm very very glad to have you here today i'm honored thank you that makes me feel good thank you so i've obviously just explained how i like first came across who you are and therefore i've learned who you are since but to those <laughs> listening who don't know who you are mm. introduce yourself my name's Joliet, and I'm a musician. I had given up um, a lot of music in my life. I, w I've, I used to do it professionally. Um, I was a worship leader um, in a praise band for nearly 10 years, and we traveled around and played church events and youth, and I did a lot of youth mentoring and stuff like that. And uh, we wrote original music and um, had a lot of big plans for the future, but it fell through as many, as many bands do. Mm. <laughs> and um, my husband and I decided that was when we wanted to start a family. So um, I gave up a lot of music and I really never thought I would go back to it. And it was a big missing piece of my life. I went through major um, <laughs> like uh, depression and anxiety right. um, after having a baby is postpartum depression. And um, I was under the delusional thought that I really was never going to be a singer again. <laughs> Really? Which it's a part of my, my, my makeup, like, mm. um, but, um, I didn't, I didn't think I would ever, you know, you get into those places where, um, in your heart and your mind, you start to believe the, the lies that sort of come into your head with anxiety and things. Of um, course. Yeah. It, it becomes a downward spiral. Yes. So, um, that's kind of what happened to me. I, I do, I do have a very strong faith, Christian faith, and I felt like this might have been something the Lord wanted me to sacrifice um, right. in my life because maybe it had taken up too much space in my heart and I was getting obsessed with it or something, or it was building too much identity and that, you know, let's say I did lose my voice in an accident or something like that can't just crush me. I need to have a more balanced, stable um, view of myself, basically. Right. And so uh, I worked on that, essentially. And I was just so thrilled to discover um, streaming um, 
And like I, I was, wa- we were watching it anyway, just cause it's fun right. <laughs> just because Twitch sure. is so much fun and variety of cool stuff. But then, uh, yeah, we, they, Twitch dropped this karaoke game and I was like, well, that sounds awesome. I was already playing Smule anyway, which is a karaoke phone game, right? Yeah, which was, I guess you could say the beginning of me kind of making my way back to who I feel I am. And that's, um, a singer. But not like in an unhealthy way. <laughs> of course, yeah. I worked on that, you know. So anyway, and uh, it's been almost, it's been a year now actually since I've been streaming regularly. But I was thrilled to, uh, I had a lot of anxiety at first, like starting streaming. Um, it was really difficult for me. I, I would have panic attacks if I went live. And it wasn't until I got to know the community a little bit better. And thankfully the Twitch Sings community is so kind and small and mm. like a family. It's, um, it's very intimate yeah. in a way, isn't it? It is very intimate. And um, and I would just spend time in other people's streams and kind of observe how they did things and introduce myself that way. And uh, I would get panic attacks when they brought me on camera and sang with me. Oh, <laughs> was, it was a mess. But I, I just kind of eased into it over the course of two or three months. And um, I've been doing it ever since. And I'm... I'm very grateful to have this piece of myself back, but not in an unmanageable kind of unhealthy way, but in a, you know, I'm not trying to like make a band happen. And, Mm. you know, a lot of times I really felt like um, I was just, I was, I was a workaholic in my band and um, I did it constantly. And it just, I felt like we were banging our heads against the wall and against each other sometimes. And so um, this is great. I only work for myself. (laughs) Do you, do you think that's maybe one of the reasons why it's also going so well? Because you're not having to yes. take other people into consideration and it's just you vibing, it as is. it were? It's nice. I miss, I miss, um, I work hard for other people. That's just a part of my personality, I suppose. Mm-hmm. I'm motivated by pleasing others. And so I deeply desire to have a partner of some kind. Um, but I'm just, I'm, I'm trying to kind of avoid that because I might get too wrapped up in it, I guess. Of course. And then ignore what I need or what my family needs, which is sort of a little bit of what happened with my band too. Like, Oh, forget my own personal needs right now. The band needs this, you know? Right. And that comes around from like, um, just mental exhaustion, um, staying up, editing music videos all hours of the night or, you know, agreeing to too many shows every single weekend it's stuff like that and then uh so now it's a little bit you know i just don't want to get too wrapped up in something that's unhealthy for my family again but, yeah and you do it in moderation so this is yes so i'm so now i'm like i'm i'm like i am no longer tied to anyone i am a musical polygamist i plan on <laughs> having as many collaborative efforts as possible and um the more pe- and also the more people i get to work with uh the better i become because you can only get better when you're trying to work um stretching yourself to work with many different types of musicians and singers and um so hopefully i'll become a better songwriter and singer myself as a result so Speaking. i have about three irons in the fire at the moment for collaborations but <laughs> I was gonna say, speaking of songs um i woke up this morning with with heartbreaker in my head and no way <laughs> thing is, it was only the one line and i think it's where um, i think it's like i'm a heartbreaker and I, you're in my head or something like that 
Yeah. And I was like, uh, well, that's an, an apt lyric because that's the only lyric I remember <laughs> kind of thing. And I was just humming it over and over again at that's work amazing. earlier. That's amazing. That worked out then. That worked out. <laughs> that, that is a fantastic song, by the way. Thank you. Thank you very much. I worked I worked really hard on my music and I don't release them very often. I have to feel like I'm going to like this until I die. <laughs> Otherwise, no one's going to hear it. <laughs> and the only way for it to be that, for, the only way for it to be um, a song that I will like until I die is, you know, how you write, you make creative efforts when you're a kid or a teenager and you look back years later and you're like, ugh. <laughs> what did <laughs> like, I do? What did I do? Let's burn this. Yeah. Mm. Um, I don't think uh, these will be like that for me because I've, I've, there's a combination of they're fun to sing. And um, musically, I'm stimulated as a singer. I'm stimulated, even though some of them are hard, like Heartbreaker is really difficult um, mm. for me to sing in particular. I don't know why I wrote that so hard. And then uh, the other combination is this. I meant what I said. This is a true, this is authentic. Yeah. Um, and that story is going to always be uh, a reality of my history. So um, I'm never having to fake it. I'm never having to like put on a show. Like this is just, I'm just when I sing this, I'm opening my heart and you get to see the inside and then I'll close it again. <laughs> it's, it's got a relatively mature tone as well. So it's, like you were saying earlier, you don't look back at it as if you wrote a song as a teenager going oh my god i was naive as a right. kid kind of thing angsty right exactly yes. <laughs> it's true i am an adult and i'll be staying an adult thank you yeah. <laughs> so that's that's a good time to write music <laughs> so going back to where it all began were you doing the singing like the band thing with your partner as well or Yes. Oh, you mean with my, my husband? No. Yeah. So my husband's not at all a musician. He oh, okay. is, um, he has wonderful taste in music. And I know that when I write a song and he says, and he likes it, like that is like the ultimate, <laughs> right. the ultimate like satisfaction and reward is, um, if my husband who has amazing taste, um, enjoys my songs, it's not always his genre, but but that's okay. He, uh, I, I just really look forward to his approval of lyrics and cleverness and whatever else um, might come out of that. <laughs> yeah, well, that, that makes sense, obviously, because a lot of the time you end up marrying someone in this case, obviously, because you appreciate mm -hmm. a lot of their values and opinions. So it would make sense that when they have a high opinion of you, it's a it warms your heart a little bit <laughs> it does it's very nice so yeah he doesn't so he was so if you can imagine how much being in another group pleasing another group of people where he was not utilized very much because he himself cannot um, have like a musical input right. uh, it was really difficult on our marriage so i'm happy that those days are behind us and uh now he just kind of, he uh he is the biggest my biggest fan and um i'm his biggest fan but uh, but he's <laughs> such a support right. he's such a incredible support for me and he's a tech he's a technical person he is a computer person he built all of our you know computers he researches gear that he doesn't understand to help me figure out how to do it like this right. music stuff this music gear stuff um so he is sort of uh, when when you see a Joliet four stream, you're seeing me on the cover like it's my face. But really, everything that's going right about it is uh, my husband. Um, and he's he moderates. He takes care of like emails and things when my when I'm exhausted and my brain doesn't work. He's responding for me and he's more active in my discord than I am. Right. It's very much of a team effort. Um, 
he just handles a lot of the most of the behind the scenes stuff. And so um, it, it didn't used to be like that. It used to be I carried uh, much of the weight myself, mm. me and my um, my former business partners. Um, we were all trying to share uh, those things between us. And it was like, a, hey, how are you today? I haven't seen you. And he was working like um, 12 hour shifts overnight. And so I would be on a day schedule and he'd be on a night schedule. And it was a mess um, trying to exist <laughs> trying to have a trying to connect in any way um right. in general let alone over these um endeavors but uh that's much better now and i think we're in a better healthier place I was gonna say, cause it's you, just me <laughs> you have a lot of all the things that you were talking about earlier you, you get that bit of collaborativeness as well mm -hmm. but with your husband who's yeah. sharing your passion yes yeah exactly what, I'm collaborating what's that with like <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing it it's sounds amazing. great. No, it's I, so great. I I, I kid because yeah. like when I when I was younger, I I was singing and whatnot and in, in a band and I had a, an ex partner and it felt more like a competition with her. Oh no! Oh, yeah, no. so that's way mm. in the past, thankfully. But yeah, so it 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 must be really refreshing to have like in, in is, any um, like hobby, not just music, but in any hobby, have someone just actually, to be supported yeah. and to feel, and to know that it's not at all your, your partner's like, you know, it's not their passion, but they love you and they support you and your passion. It's, mm. uh, it's amazing. It's an amazing feeling. And I have to say the song heartbreaker was written about a competitive first sort of relationship Right. <laughs> that I, and he, uh, my, my first, um, that boy, you know, that I gave my heart to, um, was a musician, an incredible musician who I just sort of worshiped. And so it, it's nice. Um, it's nice having this relationship. Mm. <laughs> this one's right. This one works. This one's healthy. Um, but I was ruined. I felt like I was ruined for a number of, a number of years because of that first relationship. There's a lot of healing that has to take place after something like that, but, yeah. um, it's always the first one I that gets you the worst. Yeah, yeah. And I just after that, I felt like I could never be with another musician because um, there was a lot of weird jealousy that went on. Mm. And um, yeah, I so, imagine it made you probably feel quite jaded about it as well. Yes. Yeah, that's understatement. <laughs> but yes, <laughs> never again. So yeah. Okay, yeah. so you then mentioned, obviously, you, you essentially gave it up for a while. What were you doing yeah. between then and twitch because obviously you said you went into different areas so um for about i would say the first two my daughter's first two years um i didn't do any music at all i barely had a phone as a matter of fact i had i did i didn't have a phone for an entire summer that was heaven and hell at the same time I can imagine <laughs> uh it was nice because it's there's a lot of time that you could you spend just sort of breathing and there's not a lot of noise and strange you know going on in your head busy that busy head feeling like freeing but isolating at the same time isolating yeah so i would say i sp I, I felt very alone um i really leaned into um meeting with the lord every day like my i leaned into my faith mm. and um that was good and fulfilling um like it's like um a lot of people would equate it to maybe just meditation like this right. is this is relaxing and it fills my heart but i'm i must say i had to do it out of desperate need because i was having panic attacks many times a day um, right 
something I did instead of music was I thought I had every sickness in the book. Um, (laughs) I Googled a lot of, um, I became a hypochondriac. I went and had many tests run. Like I thought I was going to die. And if I wasn't going to die, someone else near me was going to die. Um, severe mental illness was, Mm. was taking place when I wasn't doing music. (laughs) Um, and my mom came and stayed. Uh, she's like, okay, you're going, um, you're going bonkers. So I'm going to come live with you for a while. And that began my like healing process with my mm. mom coming to stay. And um, she got us to start visiting churches. She's like, it's not healthy for you to be locked up here. You don't know anyone here. You've It's been however many, like two years and you haven't met anyone. You don't have any friends. What's wrong with you? You need a social in your interaction. And I was like, nah. So then we went to church and it took a couple, but we found, we found one that just really spoke to my heart. The music was really loud and it was amazing. And the worship pastor was rapping on this, like we walked in and he was rapping and I was like, this is home. We found home. (laughs) This is the church for me. And I wanted to join their worship team. I thought, okay, I see the beginning of my healing. I think I'm going to venture into music once more, but very slowly. Maybe if they'll let me explain my circumstance, um, they'll be gentle with me. A lot of trepidation. Very much trepidation. Also, there's that awful, awful, this is so awful, that anxiety of I'm going to be singing in front of strangers for the first time. These are people mm. that I want to become my family, but they're going to find out who I am in a minute right. when I open my mouth and do this sound check. And I was trembling. The guitar player standing next to me just put his hand on me like, are you okay? <laughs> oh, <bless. laughs> um, yeah, I think I threw up after that. But uh, anyway, that <laughs> finally the newness sort of wore off and everything, but I didn't have any range left when I gave up. When you stop singing and using this muscle, you uh, the muscle sort of atrophies a little bit. Yeah. So I, a friend told me about Smule, which is this online karaoke app. It looked really cute and fun and harmless. Um, and so I started singing music on Smule and I, I got involved in basically simultaneously two different um, communities at one time, my church worship team community um, and small group community. And then this, this phone app community of Smule. And I ended up doing some competitions and just getting to know people, rubbing shoulders, doing duet collaborations for about a year. And that's, and after that year point, that's when Twitch Sings dropped. And I was like, well, this is where it's going to be. I'm going to move over here. And the, the quality is so much higher, like in general. And then the potential for it to become a job is all, of course, that's why everyone wants to stream, right? You're like, oh, maybe I can make some tips. (laughs) That would be nice. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I can repair my guitar or whatever it was at the time. But so I would say I was work, I was crawling my way back out of a black hole of hell where I felt like I had no identity except as a, like as a mother. And I'm not saying that because um, I don't mean to imply that being a mother um, was awful at all because it's been nothing but amazing and exhausting mm. at the same time. Um, and I don't, I would never, ever give it back. Um, I, I imagine quite difficult when strangers are telling your daughter that you said that ice cream was available. <laughs> Why did you do that? <laughs> she perked right up. Wait, what? <laughs> 
We also have an ice cream truck that comes by. Um, or were you talking about an ice cream truck? I can't remember now. Uh, an, an ice cream truck went off in another conversation, but then oh, like, I was like, yeah, I could just hear your kid in the background. I was like, "Mummy says you can have ice cream." Thinking of an ice cream. Bye. Yes. We, we literally did not have ice cream that at that moment. We still don't. Um, but we had a cookie, so that worked. That sufficed. <laughs> that was very tricky of you. But yeah, it's you know I kind of forgot the question, but so oh you, what I was doing in between, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> so oh, being a mom, like a lot of women have expressed this, where you have a you kind of go through an identity crisis because it requires so much of you physically, mentally, um, spiritually. You really must be almost this bulwark of like. Um, togetherness uh, and and it's it's vitally important that you are because there's a small little human that needs you mm-hmm. in order for them to survive and there is you have no choice you must become this thing this mom and i just i was not at all prepared for what that meant and what that was going to require of me which might speak to how spoiled perhaps i was before <laughs> i don't think to be fair i don't think anyone's ever prepared because like when you like no. personally as a 32 year old man i don't intend on having children it's a decision i've made and i'm just mm. not gonna do it but mm. obviously i've being someone that's expressed that i have had the friends come over and go brian children are wonderful kind of thing and it's all you ever hear it's always the positive bits it's always mm-hmm. the good stuff they never go but <laughs> here's no, no. all the nightmare that comes with it kind of thing you know i will absolutely never be that person because it was and it was a I, I think i walked through a nightmare mm. in order to hold and cuddle heaven does that make sense when someone i saw a comment on youtube today i was i don't remember what the video was i was watching but someone said having children is um having one foot in hell and one foot in heaven at the same time mm. i can imagine <laughs> It's, it's, it's so strange. Your capacity, like I remember being pregnant and like looking over at my cat whom I worship and adore and thinking, how could I ever love something more than this cat? And I had a dog prior to that, that had passed away, um, recently and I never thought my heart would heal, you know, like, and it there, and it doesn't, you don't really recover from that kind of trauma, that kind of loss. Um, but I, n- I really wasn't ready for like, oh, <laughs> what it means. Mm. Um, I suppose what ha- what happens, the change, the sort of metamorphosis that your heart takes on. It's sort of like the Grinch at the end of um, that movie when his heart grows. Yeah. Your capacity, it's like someone once said, your capacity for to love something grows, but also your fear grows your capacity yeah. for resentment grow like all of the things get bigger just the fear of and attachment all... yes yes very much so all of that stuff just kind of um the thing that's the sort of thing that changes but what what knocked me down and kept me um in sort of the, was that identity like this is the most important thing in the world right yeah. now is keeping my daughter alive and then trying to be the, you know, you have to have some sense of identity for them to grow and develop in a healthy way. You can't just, you can't just be a shell that feeds them and sleeps next to them. And <laughs> for sure. And that's something I, I've admired in a lot of my friends who, who are mothers because you get without sounding obviously like detrimental towards like any mothers, but sometimes you get them who their identity is being a mother 
and mm. they they lose a lot of their aspects of their personality and things like that. So with it's a huge temptation to give yourself what you have to. Mm. You have to become that for us for at least those infant years. Yeah, that's it. Like you get, you almost have no choice unless you have a ton of help. And I did not have any help. Yeah. Uh, besides my husband, and then when grandparents would come visit, but we we didn't live near anyone, and we weren't plugged into any communities that we would have a babysitter from necessarily. Very few. Right, and I'm, so, I imagine it's easy to just get stuck in that hole where you, you repeat that kind of responsibility, that identity of being a mother all the way through until they're an adult. Yes, yeah. Some 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 women, are are they come alive when they become moms. Hmm. And that is not me. It's just, it's a personality difference. But yes, that's, and that's, it's something they've wanted from day one. They want to have lots of kids and um, it really does define them. And then their then they ha then their identity crisis happens later, where their kids are all grown up or they're unable to have anymore. Right. Yeah. So um, and, then, and then they're like, "Who can I be a mum to now?" Kind of thing. And it's like you can still be a mum, but you can right. also have time to do everything else, which is yes. wonderful when they you know mm -hmm. take up the opportunity. So I I always yes. I always very much admire my uh, my friends that have kids who manage to do all of that, and then <laughs> then do yes. all the things. That they want to do at the same time like one of the reasons yeah. i don't want kids is because i don't have the time <laughs> like for, for, for me yeah it, it sounds selfish but i like money for one i like having money i like having space <laughs> yes. i like having time yes. and i know if i had a kid i mm -hmm. i would probably share. have a bit of resentment there and i know that would make me a horrible yeah. father and that's one of the reasons I've, no. I've never wanted to be a father so mm. i always have a lot of respect for when people do go the distance and then do it so so well and also i do i do too and i also kind of wonder like um that sounds really fairy tale to me having walked through it myself but i i realize now it's just different personalities handle situations differently or better mm. um and i have to question i have to question all of that like um you know are we I don't know. So anyway, I don't want to dig into that too much, but, but I respect you for, for knowing yourself and drawing a line and making a decision, um, and saying, this is the reality of who I am and what I want in life. And, um, despite what, you know, I don't know how you're, if you have any pressure from family, but I know a lot of friends that do, and that's kind of why they give in maybe to having kids and making a family or doing that whole white picket fence idealization no, th th thankfully I don't. I don't have uh, anyone that pressures me. That's good. <laughs> yeah. So, so how did you actually come across Twitch then? Was it something you were already aware of whilst you were on yes. Smule? Or? Yeah, I was well before I discovered Smule, yeah. Twitch was something, uh, my hubby and I are both gamers. Right. Um, we were very active in our World of Warcraft guild for several years. And then we moved to Diablo 3 and just kind of played things here and there off and on. And so um, the primary people he would watch on Twitch, <laughs> I actually don't remember, but what turned me on to it was this guy called the French stallion <laughs> right okay do you know who that is no. i don't but that name he plays, <laughs> isn't it great okay he plays rocksmith and he has this crazy setup like he's got walls of the most ridiculous looking electric guitars okay and he just stands there and he's this very engaging adorable person and he plays uh 
just people people make requests they pay money and request that he play certain songs on rocksmith and he shreds that guitar playing rocksmith and i was like yes this guy right <laughs> um so that's kind of how i started like watching it a little bit was to watch his stream Okay. And then No Man's Sky, um, the hype around that was very enticing. And mm. we got that game when it came out in 20, I think it was 2016 or something, wasn't it? No, around, 2018. It was around about then, mm. like 16, maybe 17. 2016, 2017. And uh, I was like, well, I'm going to live stream myself playing a bit. I think I'm interesting, you know, whatever. And so, and it was a complete bomb. But yeah, I streamed like twice right. <laughs> in 2016 myself playing no man's sky when it first came out and that was like in the little tiny spurts where my daughter was napping as an infant right. um and that's so that's kind of where twitch started for us but um it wasn't until a game happened that i felt i could do well at <laughs> like a karaoke game <laughs> right that uh i got like you, serious about did you it. stick with no man's sky as a, as a game at the beginning i played no man's sky for many months um i dug i got pretty we dug pretty deep into it we we tried playing with friends i remember and then we tried again like when they came back out with the new things like yeah. we would download all of the um all the modifications that people were writing scripts for for the game like yeah. Things that we were promised in No Man's Sky that didn't happen, like really, really, really big things, yeah. like really big trees and dinosaurs. And like there were these packs that you could sort of that the community had made that you could download to make the game. So we would keep coming back for those reasons. Mm. And I don't know. I loved it. I, I found it really um, relaxing, like just scanning creatures, naming my own planets, that finding mysterious stuff. I liked it, but it didn't. It it kind of got old after a while <laughs> so we quit <laughs> i know where you're coming from now because like i never delved into no man's sky myself but there are mm. games where it is somewhat mindless almost like diablo 3 you just click and yeah you know kill all the demons for days but like i mm -hmm. i've played terraria where i'll just build a house the poops and giggles as it were and same yeah. with ark like usually once a year i'll go okay let's go back to ark not touched it for 12 months let's come um, back Ark was Binge free it. the other day. It I was, think it was free. It was free on Epic Game Store. I think. Just, am I thinking of the right one? Anyway, well, it's the survival game where you build like anything you you want, especially with mods again, and then you get attacked yeah. by dinosaurs and stuff, and they try to eat you. That sounds or poop awesome. on you, one or the other. <laughs> but yeah, like once a year, I'll just binge it for a good solid yeah. two weeks and the streams will be like eight hours at a time and it's just me staring at the screen and just like building a giant castle or something and then it's like okay what are we gonna do um well i'm kind of bored now so we're just going on to another game and it's like what you just built mm -hmm. a castle over like the space of two weeks and it's like mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. yeah i don't need the castle anymore let's move on now i've done that thing and i can move exactly when i was a kid i would play with dolls or my little ponies or whatever mm. and i spent the entire time setting up a scene and then i would never really play out the scene the important thing was dressing them up and putting them in a place and then i'm done <laughs> yeah. building the scene lots of fun and yeah. acting it don't need to do that <laughs> <laughs> i've already played that out in my mind that's how i am in minecraft like i'll have this huge epic plan for um 
I'm still building one right now. As a matter of fact, this glass sort of enclosure. Right. Um, and it's like a big greenhouse. And the minute I'm done, I'm going to be done, done. <laughs> like yeah. I've built my dream house that's impossible in the real world. There it is. It's like, can <laughs> and we I'll, play I'll in it now? I'll load it up and show people. <laughs> no. You're like, no, we, we've, we've built it. That was the, that was the we, good bit. Now we're leaving. That was it. <laughs> now we're leaving. It's over. That's cool. <laughs> so... So yeah. Obviously, that's how you came across Twitch. Then you you dove yeah. in. Of mm-hmm. course, you were mentioning your first few streams. There was a, a lot of anxiety, felt sick, and things yeah. like that. I did. Um, so you can play the Twitch Sings game offline, mm. and so I tried my hand. And I didn't have any fancy equipment. I had like a two dollar conference mic, right. <laughs> like the kind you team speak into when you're rating. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I was just singing into that. Um, I was really coming from Smule where we have a lot of um, preferences we can adjust. Um, there's a lot of choices. Like if you want to, li- if you want to sing, um, oh lovely by billy eilish and khalid then right. you have like 17 choices basically and that okay. might be an exaggeration for that particular song but you can pick the acoustic version acoustic piano acoustic guitar because people are allowed to upload their own tracks okay um it is illegal but they do it anyway and who cares yeah. uh, <laughs> and um and a lot of most of them don't have like background vocals, whereas the karaoke, the the very karaoke version of all the tracks um, pretty much are neglected on Smule. People don't go for them because, right. the, you know, anyway, but on Twitch Sings, that's all that's available to you. And so um, at least it had been at the time. Mm. I think they're getting a little bit better about it now. But yeah, it was I wasn't super impressed <laughs> with that part of it. And I had to just tell myself like, oh, right, um, this is a brand new game. They're already at this incredible like level of of uh, gameplay and UI. And it's just going to get better because yeah. uh, because this is Twitch and they're going to do a, uh, the best that they can with this and put effort into it. And um, so I just I dove in and I started opening songs and then I would go listen to my duets and I was incapable of listening to the duets. Right. <laughs> I got a lot of anxiety. Just if anyone complimented me in the smallest measure, I would want to throw up. <laughs> right. Okay. So about that intro. Oh like, <laughs> uh, yeah. Sorry. I know. Yeah. Um, but it was a lot of, uh, I don't know how to describe it exactly. Like people are very kind when they say, um, that I have humility, but I, I really I think it's really just fear that, that you're wrong. Right. <laughs> you're you don't know you don't know what you mean you that can't be true about me um you know that kind of thing is probably deeply see you know if you were to psychoanalyze me i suppose that's probably deep in there um but the response of like i can't live up to this this is you think too much of me um my hands would get sweaty and i would start to shake and have breathing problems and um yeah yeah that happened a lot (laughs) which i can understand because obviously the harshest judge is nearly always yourself yes unless like you're an arrogant swine but like for the most (laughs) the common person it's usually yourself so i can appreciate where you're coming from with that and and of course i've noticed at least that within the twitchings like i i I never take part i just occasionally view but even (laughs) then no it's it's my pleasure but as as a occasional viewer you do notice how very kind the, the Twitch Singers community is, which I'm not saying is yeah. nothing by any means, but mm-hmm. they, they, they know how to put 
a lot of it on you and i can imagine it can be like oh my god the expectations please (laughs) back the hell up kind of thing yeah it's rough i know and it and if i didn't have um ooh, if i didn't have my husband just kind of being like it's just for fun if the minute this is not fun the minute this doesn't fill your cup the minute it takes from you more than it gives to you we're quitting right and just having that like freedom through him uh you know especially saying something like that to this day after we've invested a lot in like new equipment and things yeah. um, and into a community that we love. I just, I, I, I that is the only re- that's the only way I can keep doing this. And I, I love, uh, and maybe I have a, a little bit of a feeling of, um, uh, you know, when you say, like when you say my, my stream is positive and it brings a smile to your face like mm. that, that fills my cup too. That makes me feel like I, I can, I can keep going if that's really what this is. If this is some sort of ploy to get people to worship me, I'm done. Like I can't right. do that. Yeah. It needs to be a platform where I, I lift other people up because, and that's another thing, like, um, being a singer my whole life, I have encountered my whole life people who, um, find so many flaws in their voice that they, they, literally cannot enjoy singing because right. you know of one reason or another and i think that is criticizing themselves yes and so i don't know i guess i've kind of made it my mission i suppose on my channel to just remind people that this is yours no it's no one else's your mm. voice is yours and you should be able to enjoy it and if you love a song if you you know whether you can you know, according to society, carry a tune or a career out of it. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter. You the the first requirement should be that you enjoy yourself and don't worry about anyone else. And so I I think Twitch Sings is the perfect place for especially since the community is so loving and caring. Maybe mm-hmm. <laughs> and maybe we're complimentary to a fault, but for the most part, I think that's a safe place for you to build confidence. And yeah. your confidence will spill over into other things in your life. Maybe going into that interview at work that you're really nervous about. Or if you start streaming and you're nervous at first, you know, maybe that will make you more confident about meeting strangers or walking into an AA meeting, you know, like Mm. stuff like that, where the confidence can spill over and make you stronger in all aspects of your life. If you can feel like you can just enjoy yourself. (laughs) It's almost like a cheerleading squad in the back of your head. It's like, oh, well, I hope so. You know. Yeah. Pokey QMC69 said I was really dope and I feel dope. That's so let's right. go be dope. <laughs> kind of That's thing. right. You get it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, precisely. It, it was like you're saying, as long as you're enjoying it at the end of the day, it's nice to have that freedom where you can, if need be, stop, never do it again, but not have regrets at the same time. It's right. A, it's a cornball thing to say, but it's the journey. Like, by all means, have your goals. Aim, shoot for the sky, fly over the moon, hit the sun, bounce off into Jupiter, do what you can. <laughs> but as long as you have a good giggle getting there, and even if yeah. you don't get to where you want to be, you're still enjoying what you're doing at the same time, and that's what matters. You, you see a lot of streamers who are like, I need to do this, these are my goals, and then when they don't achieve them, mm. it almost destroys them. And I've been it there. It destroys them. Like, I've, I know. I've had peaks and lows and I've bounced mm. off walls to side to side and occasionally something flops and I'll just be like oh but then I'm like well ne- no never mind next video next stream kind of thing let's get on with it yeah. kind of thing and have a giggle 
Yeah. So it's nice to know that you, you do this thing on Twitch where you're singing and you're singing your heart out. I always notice that you put a lot of passion into it and it's never just like, oh, I need to sing again of a girl's sake. <laughs> Guys, thing. <laughs> well yeah like sometimes. sometimes someone might pick a song and you're like not this song again maybe I kind of thing creep. don't make me sing this song ever again yeah yeah you know, like to, to put a a bit of honesty onto the plate as it were like obviously i've met you through twitch as it were i am a bit of a git when it comes to who i want to associate with or who i want to follow who i actually spend time watching like i'm very very picky <sighs> And a lot of the streamers that I stream have, uh, not I stream, that I view rather, mm. that I watch and support are people who are in one way positive, but it's not over the top positive. It's not like the birds are singing, the trees are swaying, it's a beautiful day, let's go for a walk kind of thing. It's just people who, like yourself, I described you as a beacon of joy. When I come into a stream, you're not like, hi everyone, be good, be excellent to each other. You're just fun to watch. And the act of watching you sing and talking to your viewers, your laugh alone brings me joy. Oh, Whenever no. you laugh, I'm like, oh, no. just laugh some more, please, kind I of thing. No, I it's fantastic. Struggle. When you called uh. me a tool the other day and just started laughing, I was like, that's fantastic. <laughs> I have never been so happy to call be called a tool. I love this. <laughs> it's sorry. great. It's I'm fantastic. Sorry I called you a tool. <laughs> no, no, it, well, to be fair, Wait, I did. no, you told my kid there was ice cream. I You're did. a tool. I did. And I do, I do <laughs> no, apologize. <laughs> so it's it's nice and refreshing to, to see this sincerity where you just come into a place where someone's having fun and it doesn't feel put on. You know what I mean? Oh, good. So there um, you go. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, okay. no, that's good. I Because I do wonder, like, should I make more statements? Should I? And I see other streamers do that where they really make an effort, like, for self-improvement. Um, mm. And I just, uh, I don't really know anything about that. <laughs> I just, I just want to smile and have a good time. And I feel like that's a, there's a lot of pressure to be in when you're a streamer to be on. Yes. You know, like that on switch and um, something that one of the major differences, by the way, just between Smule and Twitch Sings is that Twitch Sings does tend to be very positive because mm. people are on camera. We're having a good time. Karaoke is typically a good time. Yeah. But Smule is not like there's a lot of people going there for therapy. Like I picked this song to send out into the, I have done this myself. I do this myself. Mm. I have picked this song to open and it's, I'm putting it out into the universe because I literally feel this way. And it's, this is catered specifically for somebody where on Twitch sings, you don't, you just open as many songs as you know. Right. It's not a very like personal choice. Like, like also, on, the songs are available for 90 days for people to join you, where on Smule, they're available for seven days. So it's imagine, a very different mindset. Yeah, I imagine on Twitch, it's I'm here to entertain or be an entertainer, rather. Whereas on Smule, it's like, this is for me. I'm just going to open up. And, yes. You know, it, it leads to things exactly. being a lot more morose and whatnot. It is very much more. Then there's a live aspect to Smule now, too. And if you walk into someone's room, it's... That's kind of what it's like. It's it's not not necessarily a positive experience. It's more like, especially with COVID and, you know, or people have received bad news or someone, they have mm. had a loss in their life. Like they're, we all get on camera and cry together. Like that is, mm. it's, <laughs> it's a lot more somber um, in that world. I don't know where I was going with this, except that 
I've noticed that about streaming is there seems to be a, a pressure to have high energy and, you know, just if, if not entertain, like entertaining in some way, whether you're a positive streamer or you're, <laughs> or you're a jerk, right? <laughs> some, it, you know, it's or, a show on Twitch where it's on stimulus, probably it's more about you and an outlet. Yes, that's, that's, yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. Right. So obviously, I don't know how to balance that myself exactly with Twitch things, but um, I'm glad to I'm glad to hear from you though that just having a good time and um, you know you know what's hard I guess is tackling these really what should not be but are divisive issues in our world today. Yeah. Even taking a like taking a political stance on something or a religious stance on something, I think the the push to be entertaining and to sell your product, the product of your channel, because people really are out there spending money on it, mm. um, that puts pressure on you to kind of stay neutral and not be not have an opinion or not take a stance against evil basically yeah. and that's kind of something i think we all battle like no this is this is an like especially with the black lives matter movement or um lgbtq rights like right. we really need to make a we need to make a stance and we need to make our voices heard and use our platform for that reason it's not entertaining to talk about this necessarily but since you're all here <laughs> i mean i hate the term but it's it's who we are at the end of the day is we're, we are influencers we do have influence regardless mm. of size you do have an audience That's who right. invests trust in you at some level even if you're one of those streamers who is a complete toss pot kind of thing people still <laughs> agree with the words that come out of your mouth and you do right. foster a community and you have two choices as someone who starts to look at your your stream or your content as a business you can either be neutral and net everyone get as many people as you can or you can follow up with your convictions even be a bit more sincere let's say because you you are following up with your convictions you are saying right black lives do mm -hmm. matter trans rights mm -hmm. are human rights and then right. you will naturally pull in people that believe that same yes ideology as it were so mm -hmm. personally i lean towards the latter if, if someone comes into my channel and is like, oh, politics, I'm like, well, piss off then. It's my channel kind of thing. Right. Like at the end of the day. Change the channel. I, yeah. do, want to, I do want to grow as a, a content creator, as an influencer. Mm -hmm. But I, I want to grow with people that I want around me at the same time. That's a wonderfully put. Yeah, that's a very good point. Exactly. Speaking of growing. <laughs> so you went from this, this woman who is very shy, suffering from anxiety, to... <sighs> nearly winning 20 grand on the stage that was at san weird. diego how was that, was that? Weird. <laughs> i did a lot of cbd oil um <laughs> <laughs> we found this place that put some in gummies it was great i had like six that day um yeah that was wackadoodle i am i have been a performer since i was a kid whether it was on it's mostly at school you know mm. But then also I'm used to I'm being on a stage and having um, kind of ownership, I suppose, of myself and, and the song as a soloist, like for church. Right. So I wasn't so much. What's funny is uh, the size of the of the audience at TwitchCon was pro maybe smaller than some church experiences that I've had. Okay. So, yeah, so I wasn't, um, I wasn't so much worried about 
having to perform as I was doing a good job in my performance. Because as I said, like I was, I'm still working on getting my range back. Like, um, all of my, my body is different after giving birth. Like these muscles aren't in the right place and things, you know, like stuff like that. Hormones, 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 (laughs) hormones and much less breath support. Like I think my lung capacity is like, what happened? Like something moved. I don't know. (laughs) Um, to create life. What the heck? Uh, But yeah, like I was really like, uh, how can I, I just want to blow people away. Like what, what would make me the most proud of myself? And I had actually participated in a group version of the song river on Smule. Okay. Um, so I must give credit where it's due. I didn't just think, oh, this is a great song. I was taught this song. (laughs) Right. And I got a lot of, um, amazing input from those friends in my Smule community. Um, And then I was just like, and I practiced myself walking around my house. Like I'm going to practice walking and jumping and singing at the same time because I have no lung capacity. I'm going to build up stamina. I'm very grateful to Twitch Sings for making me go first in the qualifying sort of final round, uh, finalists You did like set the standard. Like I I said, I'd never watched any of you. Like I knew Shanna could sing, obviously, because I've been to her stream. She's incredible. Yeah. I, I sat there and you came on stage and I, I brought a, f- a few of my friends with me. There was there was four of us, I believe. And I was in awe. My mouth was just like hanging down the entire <laughs> for the entire show. Like for you, everybody. Uh, and I was like, I didn't know this was a thing. <laughs> like I knew Twitch yeah. Sings was a thing and it was a contest. But the talents that day it was phenomenal unbelievable people yeah i was i <laughs> uh, rubbing shoulders and then i got to spend i got to hang out with um the finalists like mm. um a lot during twitchcon it was so much fun and just getting to know everybody but the incredible and the diversity of talent just um everyone's backgrounds and where they came from and yeah. what they had experience with I was definitely the oldest, <laughs> but it was very fun. It was really fun. And I'm glad that, I'm glad that, thank you for saying that. <laughs> I'm glad I impressed you. <laughs> no, like your stage presence was fantastic. Like, um, if, thank you. If you allow me to be a little bit critical of the other singers, everyone Please. else was very oh, no. on the spot. You had stage presence and that was one of the, the great things about your performance. You were all over, you dominated stage, which was fantastic. Everyone did great. I, but I, I was particularly Thank impressed. You. I appreciate that. I tried. <laughs> so, I did lose breath at the end, but I tried. <laughs> well, and I wanted that to be something to other, you know, um, after the fact, like the incredible response that I got, like I got memed. <laughs> I got memed on Twitter as people the, made uh, gifts the gunshots of my and little stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> what a flattering experience. I'm, I'm so grateful. And now it's one of my emotes. Like it's too funny. But I hope that what that does is it unlocks confidence and like, like just ballsiness for more, for more people to do showy, like entertaining, like, um, I, you know, I could sing, I guess, but like, also let me entertain you is kind of where I wanted to go with this. Um, so I'm happy that that worked out. (laughs) Would you do it again? Oh, I don't know. (laughs) I asked Shanna that same question and she was like, I don't want that pressure. I want to can like develop my music and go more into it. But she wants mm. to go down a more independent route rather than, you know, yeah. trying to win a competition, be stuck with a label and stuff like that. Well, it wasn't I don't know that Mermaid was 
signed to Columbia. I think they agreed to record a song with her. Really? Um, That's right. So she, they, whether they wrote it together or it was one of her originals she already made, um, they, and they're, and a music video. So a, a song and a music video with Columbia. But the thing is, she would rub shoulders with all of these people in the industry. Right. Or that's the, okay. that's, that's what I imagine the draw. That was what the draw was for me was. So I'm a songwriter and I don't see myself necessarily being some rock star on MTV. Right. But I want to meet these industry people because I have songs they might want for their artists. Right. Okay. I would love to hear Bishop Briggs slay Heartbreaker. Mm. Okay. That's the ultimate for me. (laughs) That is the dream job. Um, And I can still just do whatever I want on my stream. Like that would be great. So you want to be more part of the the creative aspect mm -hmm. rather than the showy aspect. Yeah. I mean, I, maybe I'll never get that breath control back. You know what I'm right, saying? Like, right. <laughs> and it's exhausting and I wouldn't like, there's a certain like touring, um, takes a very big toll on you and mm. it's much easier when you don't have any attachments to your family for of you to course. give yourself over to a career. And especially when you look at groups like, for example, Pentatonics, they were on a reality show and they won a competition. And Is that where they, they came went, from? Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. I just and they thought went, they were a YouTube thing. No, they were they were on the sing off, I think is what it was called, where right. they find acapella groups, essentially. Um yeah. They, that show did not last, but um they were I think the most successful group that came out of that um that reality show. Yeah. And so but the the reason they were so successful was a very strict, rigorous touring schedule. And I can imagine. um their base, uh Avi, it just it it takes a toll on all of them but he wanted he wanted out and so he left after a while but i just see myself going i don't know if i could do that either especially with my kid as young as she is she'll only be tiny like this for so long i want to just enjoy that um i am older i don't know that i can fake it for much longer (laughs) so the relatability factor probably will come into play at some point um but yeah i feel like that's not I would much rather and the success would be easier to enjoy if not so much was demanded of me, I suppose. Right. Yeah. So and I don't have any kind of I of course performing like that at TwitchCon was freaking amazing and I would mm. love to do it again. If they asked me to do something again, I would absolutely do it. Hopefully yeah. for if hopefully they would ask me to play my originals, because that's what I'm really passionate about. But <laughs> I would genuinely love to see that rather than covers. Like that was Thanks. one thing that confused me a little bit with the Twitch singers. With Columbia's oh, participation. With, with that as well, yeah, because I like the way it was kind of sold to the audience, at least the audience at TwitchCon was like, you'll get this deal. And obviously that's a very specific word. It is very vague rather. Um, yes. Specifically vague, mm-hmm. I suppose is what I'm trying to say. When you first hear it, you're like, oh, wow, you're signing with a, a label. But obviously that no. wasn't the case. But also, so you had to pick a song and then specifically do it in the style of someone else? Or was it just they asked you to yeah. point out it was in the style of someone? Um, you, so, right. It depends on the song and the artist, something that they had to do in order for us to perform the songs we did at TwitchCon was to seek out a very specific commercial license that would allow us to perform the song. And a lot of times, like when Laura Loft, um, did my immortal Mm. by Evanescence the first year, Amy Lee wanted to know who she was like 
that that's how how the the red tape that had to be cut in order for her to be able to perform that song. Right. And those artists, of course, and me speaking as a songwriter myself, I would love um, for you to maintain my original intent in my song. Don't change mm-hmm. my lyrics. You know, and so the tracks that are available that we have access to licensing for, you're not, you know, you're not just going to be able to do an acoustic version of right. this. You have to do it just pretty much just like they did. The license I took was to add a rap during the bridge. Um, right. And so hopefully that nobody had a problem with that. I haven't been sued yet. So <laughs> that's good. <laughs> but as far, yeah, you kind of have to stick to the original intent. You can't have too much creativity besides maybe the musical choices that you're making right. um, in the song. And so what is it about that performance that makes you interesting to a place like Columbia Records? And the answer is, I don't know. I think this is Twitch's first game and they're pulling out all the stops to make it as successful as possible. And right. so the hype surrounding a competition like this is very important and that prize has to be interesting enough um, yeah. you need to debate. draw people yeah exactly and and it's, it's no small prize twenty thousand oh, dollars no. hell no i was and again shocked by that alone yes like well, i don't know where this is coming from but mm-hmm. please yes amazon <laughs> i don't it's, know if this is taxable <laughs> but please yes yeah <laughs> so just amazing um that prize is incredible and it's certainly enticing and it's the same kind of um i think doesn't the raj is it i forget what his show is called now i think he rebranded himself but he he totes a lot of money to the winner of his talent competition here on Twitch. And so that's a huge, of course, that's a real, you could make some dreams come true. And let's imagine that when Mermaid works with Columbia, that they will see her for the potential that she has mm. and for all the talent that she has and her youth and her um, personality and everything that she represents. She could be a voice for in our society for, um, anyway, like, I hopefully they will see that and it will be her big break, you know? Yeah. And that's worth like the, do, the whole worth foot in the door entering. thing, isn't it? Yeah, for real. Now, now, but of course, now you're going to. Ask, would I do it again? <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing. I think I would like to see a lot more diversity on that stage. Yeah, I would like to see diversity winning that competition. Mm. Um, and I would rather be appreciated for my original music. If I'm being honest, yeah, um, I I definitely so. feel that. Like as someone who not just streams but creates content, but does art every now and then. Like I do mm, occasional yeah. art streams and whatnot. Yeah. I, I do my own emotes and stuff. But I was an artist from a young age, and in high school, one thing we had to do through our what we call GCSEs in the UK, which is the qualification you get to find out all the qualifications that you get to find out if you're good enough to go to college and university eventually right is through art they go right you need to study an artist and then mimic them and it's like wait what why would i want to mimic someone else surely the point is to enhance (laughs) and better my own skills and my own artwork and it's like nope you gotta pick someone i hated that so Mm. all the coursework that was involved i i sacked it off i wasn't bothered about it i ended up just using art as an excuse to make art at the end of the day so i i would hate to have such a restriction in another creative outlet such as singing or making music Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. definitely precisely would love to see people come into their own and make their own original music especially when they i believe have the license to do that because that's a sync license i believe or an acap license which twitch has where you can broadcast Mm. your own content so 
don't know why they haven't oh, yes. done that yet. <laughs> I don't, so, yeah. I'm not sure. I'm not sure that they, it could be, they don't feel there's enough draw for that, or there's enough quality content for that. I'm not sure. There's a lot, there could be a lot of reasons. It could be very difficult if you can't narrow it down to a genre. I don't know. It could be like America's Got Talent or Britain's Got Talent. Like yeah. it could be really diverse if they wanted it to, so perhaps. But also let's not forget they're promoting this new game that they just made that really needs to be successful. True. <laughs> and so I think that's maybe that's the that's the motivation. It it has to help the uh the overall project that Twitch has in mind for Twitch things. So obviously um you say it's got to be successful. Is there a more commercial like aside from like obviously the viewers seeing ads and things like that? Is there more of a commercial aspect to Twitch things that I'm not aware of? Or um, obviously it's free as far as I'm aware, isn't it? So the thing that it does that helps Twitch is it draws streamers and streamers can bring their own audiences from right. whatever corners of their life. And that brings more viewers and that, that rolls in more money. Right. Okay. That, that is the sense. point of Twitch things. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And so that's the point of Twitch, <laughs> Yeah, I should say. And so this game in order for Twitch to continue giving resources over and, and employees over to it to support this game. It needs to pull, we need more people in it. It yeah. is, a, it's still a very small community. Um, so we just need to market and that stream star competition is a, the, and throwing it on the front page is a huge way, um, for them to be able to get the word out and then people hopefully will come try it and enjoy it. Yeah. And hopefully we've created a good community to receive them. It could be that it's too kind, and that's why some people don't play it. <laughs> Essentially, some people want the salt, don't they, at the end of the day? Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we talked about where you've come from yeah. and where you are. Juliet, where are you going? <laughs> <laughs> where am I going? Where are you? <laughs> that's a good question. That's a good question. Um, well, I did mention that I'd like, I would like to sell my songs. I would like to, to see artists record them. Yeah. So I have a, thankfully, thankfully I've made a couple of friendships that I think I'd like to tap into once I get a long, a longer repertoire of music. I'm okay. very picky. I've got four songs out right now and that's it. <sighs> it's been like a year, um, on a streaming and I only have four, I mean... but I'm very proud of them. And there's more where that came from. Hopefully I'm just being very slow about getting them out. Um, but I would like to have a whole catalog of music that's available um, yeah. for artists to record. And that would be my dream is to collaborate with um, signed artists and other songwriters and kind of get into the industry. That's the that's the big dream. Mm. That's the beyond aiming the highest I can dream. Outs um, outside of Twitch, are you, have you done anything to work towards that then or yes so that's the those are the relationships i'm right. referring to oh, okay. okay so my my um i have a little bit of an in a little bit my dad was a professional songwriter okay. um and we i grew up in nashville and i have a little bit of insight on that most of his connections in the industry are not working in the industry anymore but right. those are still people that might know other people and yeah. i can maybe tap into that and then i did have the pleasure of meeting that a and r person for columbia through the twitch sings stream star competition right I see. um yeah. and then on top of that i have a couple of friends that are actively in the industry at the moment that i might be able to ask questions of or right. send them my songs can you show this to ariana grande thank you <laughs> or whoever yeah. uh, <laughs> assuming they know anybody hmm. um that would be cool that would be that would be my ultimate dream is to kind of just become a songwriter and then for for myself um i would love 
<laughs> my dream is to just go around and tour little coffee shops and like, oh, my plan once COVID is under control and we can all see each other again is to find out where collections of my viewers are and then take myself to those places sort of streaming the whole way even stupid little roadside shops to eat dinner just like making content out of the trip the journey itself yeah and um that's my dream is just to kind of road trip it a little bit like take a couple of weeks at a time when my daughter's old enough and i can leave her with a grandparent you know, if that ever becomes a luxury for us. And then, yeah, maybe me and another musician, maybe, or whatever. I would love that. I have kind of a plan of, um, and then, okay. So on top of that, the, since my viewers are also my duet partners on Twitch Sings, Mm. whatever venue I'm playing at, I can make sure that whoever is going to be there, I I can play a song that they can join me on stage and sing with me. That would be very cool. That's, that's peak. Twitch interaction. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, key. for sure. I'm so that's like a big part of my heart is just I'd love to meet everyone first of all, but then I I want to perform at these coffee shops I want to do or bars or whatever it is, and mm. then have it be a there's a participation a participation aspect to it mm. um, with my audience who are also musicians. So um, I would love that. I would love to collaborate with more artists on Twitch and also just from people in my personal life. I have this plan started of like maybe doing a wedding business where I can personally write songs for people's weddings okay, and and perform them. And that would draw attention to my originals and maybe traffic to my stream as well. Yeah. And I think that would be fun. I love doing, I love innovating. I love doing this live duet thing. I'd love to tap into that with even more in a more robust way with like a full sound, not just uh, me and somebody with an acoustic guitar, but maybe all so live looping from totally different locations, but being able to do it together at the same time on Twitch without any latency. Right. Um, yeah. We're, we're getting big, there. We're getting there. We're, we're getting there. Yeah. <laughs> we can do it now. Uh, it's just the my poor duet partner has to put up with the delay. <laughs> yeah, of course. But yeah, I think... Um, that's kind of where... That's my... Those are my sort of long-term also hopefully short-term plans like as in they're gonna happen soon (laughs) do you put anything on youtube in terms of uh, your originals i have two of my four originals on youtube right now i haven't put all four of them on there yet that's something that i'm looking forward to as my daughter starts to go to real like uh go to school full-time is having more time to create content and actually be a better streamer, like be yeah. a better content creator. It's so time consuming, especially very, if you go into yeah. YouTube. Like I actually started mm-hmm. with YouTube and ah. I wanted to make gaming news videos and stuff like that. And yeah. I enjoyed it, but a 15 minute video would be an eight hour day of editing and recording. <sighs> And yep. you've you'd know no greater pain than recording for an hour only to discover the microphone was not turned on. You're going to bash no! your head through the wall, throw yourself out the window. Oh, my God. <laughs> and, you know, it, it's, it's incredibly stressful, especially, obviously, if you have the commitments. I eat a child or myself. I have a full-time job that I have to work at the same time. Right. So, right. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can very much appreciate the, the starvation for time. Like people have asked me, like, if you could have anything, what would you have? And I'd be like, more time, more time. in the day. 
I'm the idiot who sleeps for four to five hours a night because I want more time in the day and I don't want yes. to go to bed yet. Give me I'm a 30 hour day, please. <laughs> kind of thing. Mm -hmm. I would love that. Yes. I would love that too. I agree. I'd probably find a way to misuse it. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yes, I've if got my 30, 30 hour hours. day. Why am I on yeah. my phone for seven hours of it? <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah, right. Exactly. Uh, I know. But yeah, I feel like, like once my kid is in bed, this is my me time. So it's mm. very difficult for me to balance recharging myself through something like a Netflix binge or uh, I don't know, whatever. And making time to write new music and like that's my priority you can be the best singer in the world but if you don't have good original songs no one will remember you yeah and that's kind of like okay that's my priority my priority unfortunately is not editing videos for youtube um yeah. maybe i can like if if the lord were to bless me so much with my stream perhaps i could maybe hire someone to do yeah. that well it's because i'm possibility. trash at it i did the whole youtube thing with my band right we weren't like check mark verified kind of a thing but man that i know it's that's I, the amount of like tutorials that I ingested in order to figure out stuff like after effects and yeah. all of that editing. And I really enjoyed it. I thought it was fun, but it, do it does take a lot of time and I can't do that again. Nope. Yeah. It's very <laughs> time consuming. And then after the editing, so. you've got to upload it and render it, which means mm -hmm. your computer doesn't do anything else used. unless That's you've got right. a stupidly powerful <laughs> one, of course. But yeah, and you're like, okay, right. this, uh, this is going to take my computer out for an hour. I'll go make a sandwich mm -hmm. then, I guess. Kind of mm -hmm. thing. Mm -hmm. so yeah, it's, yep. it's incredibly time consuming. <laughs> but on top of all that, you're also teaching yourself the guitar, I believe. Yes, um, guitar and piano. They're little challenges. I, I try to, I try to give that disclaimer in my music and performing arts mm. stream, like. Look, I've been sing. I'm okay at the singing thing. It's the just look out for. <laughs> but the more you play and the more I do it, every time I stream, I get better and better as an instrumentalist. And yeah. so hopefully I'll be able to incorporate incorporate piano at some point. But I'd like to also learn beats, like Ableton beats and stuff. I'm touching my beat pad. You can't tell because this is an audio <laughs> podcast. But I'm stroking my Ableton <laughs> launch pad. Anyway, and uh, I'd love to like incorporate all of that stuff. There's a lot to learn to make um, my music streams more entertaining and more interesting just for me like not even I love my viewers but like I just I my first priority is to please myself and have a good time oh, for sure. and then hopefully that'll spill over into what people are watching um, I also have that luxury though, like, because my husband allows it and he takes right. time off of work to watch our daughter so that I can do this. Um, I realize I'm very spoiled. But at the um, same time, you are taking on a lot already and you're obviously doing very well with it. Like I've got two guitars well, that have collected dust for the past two years. One of them is quite <laughs> expensive <laughs> and I've barely touched that. it. I Get want to. That. But at the same no. time, it's streaming, working full time, sleeping mm -hmm. five hours a day. Occasionally, I'll take two days off to see friends and things like that. I used to be an incredibly social person as well. So everything takes a hit. And it's like, well, do I have time for yeah. this? Do I have time for that? Do I have time mm -hmm. to just relax? Like something I've been doing recently is it's quite funny because I am an avid reader. I read books, oh. many, many books. Yeah. I literally own well over a thousand books. Um, not necessarily in paperback, some are in ebook and whatnot, but I've, I, I like my books. But yeah. with everything going on, obviously I haven't had time to read them. So I was like, okay, mm. I'll give Audible a go. Hashtag not an ad. 
and uh, <laughs> gave it a go. And I was like, okay, I can What'd listen to this whilst yeah. I do other things. And mm -hmm. I really, really, really like it. However, however, I can't focus on what I'm listening to because I'm busy doing the other things. So I stopped yeah. doing the other things. And then I end up either sat in my chair listening to the ebook. Reading it with your eyeballs. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like when I got the first book, I spent eight hours in my bedroom, just laid in bed in the dark, listening to this book with my eyes closed. It was a fantastic experience. It was um, the first book of the Mistborn trilogy by Brandon oh, Sanderson. Oh, I don't know that. I it's don't know that. It's read by Michael Kramer, who's got a very baritone voice. It's uh, quite mm. grisly, but he, he puts effort into changing his voice for the, the various characters and it was a very different experience to reading a book and i do thoroughly enjoy it and now i kind yes. of use that as my wind down like i i will mm, go into my brilliant. room um I, I, yeah. I wear one of my bandanas like it's it's allegedly a japanese style one it's just a giant like scrunchy to be honest but i, I wear that <laughs> over my eyes as a blindfold and just shut off and listen mm. and like chill out That's and brilliant. essentially meditate and it's great Yes, but then and I'm not doing anything. That story, I see. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I loved all the Harry Potter books as read by Jim Dale. Right. Um, I realized Stephen Fry also did an audio version, but the, what was available at my local library was the Jim Dale version, which I of course like ripped onto my computer, <laughs> well, <laughs> and I kept all of them. Um, and I would listen to those in the car on like when I was doing gigs and I was traveling to these. Uh, one of the things my band did was we played for um, just tiny little country churches that couldn't afford us right and they like fed us and paid for our gas they were so sweet but these little sort of deprived youth groups and these kids who don't ever get to have big acts come through town they have to mm. travel to the like an hour out of their way or whatever and then pay a ton of money to see a major act and so we would go and we'd play and then on those trips um i was typically i would travel solo because i lived farther away from my other band members but yeah right. that's where i lived that's where i got into audiobooks and they were a gift a gift from god so i didn't fall asleep on the highway during mm. an eight hour drive thank goodness for audiobooks but i totally feel you like you need to have that wind down and um you just have to figure out what that is and then Maybe rotate it when you get tired of it or you finish a book, then pick up that guitar. But if it's causing you frustration, again, it has to give to you more yes. than it takes from you. And it takes a minute to figure out what that is for yourself. Plus, I've got fabulous anyway. nails at the moment and I would have to get rid of the fabulous nails. Oh, that's true. Yeah, you so. can't have nails um, to play. Well, not, yeah. not on the fretboard, <laughs> at least. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Right, hold down, the, hold down the strings. Um. Mm -hmm. Clink, clink. Yeah, exactly. I feel that way. I, I, I chewed my nails my whole life, which is gross. Um, and then my teeth started falling apart, so I gave it up. Mm. <laughs> but um, I keep them very short because of piano so that I don't have that clackety clack clack. Right. And now I almost like that sound. Like it's almost ASMR. It is, to anyway. be fair. Like what, one of the reasons I actually grow my nails is because likewise, um, if I get bored or stressed, I would stop, start biting my nails. So I started putting mm. the varnish on them. Like I've, I've always like worn eyeliner and nail polish, mm -hmm. like, cause I'm a massive emo apparently since I was 16. Um, <laughs> you wear it well. <laughs> so I, I wasn't particularly like, it was never something that bothered me, but I started wearing it again more frequently. So I didn't bite my nails and then they started growing and then I Brilliant. stopped smoking. So I needed something to keep my hands busy. <sighs> so I'd start filing mm -hmm. them and then they got pointy. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, this actually looks quite nice. And then it would tap yes. things. And I'm like, oh, it's this amazing. is so great and versatile. It's ASMR. It's like, here's my yes. phone kind of thing. <laughs> and 
then it's like, oh, but my guitar. And it's like, but the nails. <laughs> How yeah, could I betray my nails? <laughs> kind of thing. I wish you could just like turn them off like, yes. and then do the thing you want to do and then turn them back on. But I mean, no, we you, don't live in Ready Player One world yet. So. Yeah, I know. And you, you can't, I could get fake nails, but I think that would be a lot of effort. And at the end of the day, I get a lot of compliments about them. People are like, are they they're real? Amazing. And I'm like, yes, they're all me. They all <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think that's amazing. I'm jealous of the time that you have, or not the time that you have, I'm jealous of um, the time that you make to read books and ingest new books. I used to love reading, and then I feel like I haven't really had time to enjoy them well, lately. It's it's become a recent thing, because like I was saying, it, it got oh. to the point where I wasn't reading anymore. I'd stopped reading for mm. months, and I was like, I, I miss books, which is why I dove into yes. Audible. And yeah. that, that first book, uh, I consumed all 24 hours of it within... I think it was like 36 hours like in two yeah, days yeah. over the weekend yeah. i listened to the entire book i'm now on the third book and i'm still in the free trial stage of audible so there you go but really close up there thank you so yeah, sure. so very much for being on the show today <laughs> to our thank listeners you for having me i will be putting links to your social media in the description of either the youtube video or spotify or all those things do you want to just give yourself a quick shout out you can find me on instagram i'm joliet and then the number four. And then I'm Joliet F-O-U-R on Twitter. And yeah, I'm also on YouTube as Joliet the number four. I'm on Twitch, Joliet number four. And if you if you have that karaoke app smule, <laughs> I'm Joliet underscore TV. So yeah, those are all the places you can find me. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, thank you once again for the show. And thank you to our listeners for listening in. I hope you've enjoyed it. And we'll see you in the next episode. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank <laughs> you.